Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Good morning to you, Alan. Thanks for taking my call. Not at all. Today is a momentous day for you. Congratulations on your upcoming Irish citizenship ceremony. Can you share with us how you feel about this significant milestone in your life, please? Well, I, I think it's fantastic. Having lived here for 15 years, which is about 25% of my life, um, I now feel it's a really good time to get more embedded um, in the Irish landscape and within Ireland itself. Um, I came across here 20, originally 29 years ago to meet my family-in-law uh, and fell in love with rural Wexford and 27 years ago got married up here in the parish of Kilrush. Right. And what motivated you to make that move and how has your experience been living in Ireland uh, over the years? Well, it originally started in England. Uh, ch- children or girls certainly changed school at 11. Here, obviously, in Ireland, they change at 13. And it was the right time with our two girls just coming up on that to think about if we were going to move, that was a good time. And we both uh, had this aspiration of building a, a house uh, down in rural works, having seen uh, the landscape and the things that were going on down there. So you became the builder of the first passive A1 house. It sounds very intriguing. Can you explain what a passive A1 house is and what was your role in building it? I certainly can do. So the, an A1 is an energy rating, and I'm sure everyone's having an energy rating with all the various grants are available. And passive certified means it's super energy efficient. And just even in these uh, energy constrained times, our heating bill is in the order of uh, around 250 to 300 euros per year. I was involved in all the intricate detail from designing it to working with it. And we worked with a great architect down in Wexford called Zeno Vinkins and a, a range of other um, specialist skills to build it um, and it really came together very very well and it's, it's a lovely place to live now looking out on Mount Leinster as we do. Yeah. Now volunteering as a controller with Blood Bike Southeast is also an endeavour you're involved in. You're a man of many talents. How did you become involved in this organisation and what does your role as controller entail? I've actually spoken to Blood Bike Southeast. It's a wonderful initiative. I know during the pandemic it was absolutely crucial. Well, my initial interest started with my brother here back in the UK, who was a, a bike rider for many, many years. And so I contacted the Blood Bike Southeast um, to help support the group. So as a, we have who go out during, during the nights, during the weekends, to move samples around from a hospital to hospital, but more importantly, from families at home, we call them the family runs, maybe uh, people who need blood samples they have to give on a regular basis or medications they have to receive on a regular basis. And as a controller, I sit there every weekend. We, we cover sort of a Friday evening through to Monday morning normally, uh, waiting for calls. And when a call comes in, we've got people on shift uh, who I can then place a call to and say, you know, could you go from Wexford to Waterford or from Wexford to somebody's house or from a house back down to the Wexford labs taking a sample? And as you say, it's a brilliant service. And I've been lucky enough not only to uh, receive calls from people saying, can we use your service and the relief in their voice when they take that call, but also we had a, had a family recently who phoned up saying, we're sort of done with you. We're out the other end of what we were going through. And thank you hugely for all the right. efforts that you've given us. And can you share any memorable or other touching experiences? You just shared one with me. Any other standout moments for you since you took on this role? Um, it's, it was that. And also one family from Ferns who, as a thank you, ran a marathon from Wexford up to Ferns and raised funds for the groups. We're a completely volunteering group. You'll see collection boxes around Wexford uh, where you can make a donation and we are there to serve anyone in the community who uh, who needs a service you know that type of service we're only too willing to help out. Now as you transition from being a UK citizen to becoming an Irish citizen what does being an Irish citizen mean to you personally? 
I think personally it allows me to get more engaged here in Ireland as a citizen. Um, obviously, without not being a citizen, you can't vote for things like the president and other things like that. Um, but it allows me to be, be much better engaged in all sorts of aspects of Irish life here, which, uh, as I say, I enjoy living in Ireland. I particularly enjoy living down in Wexford, which is a great, great spot to be living. As a matter of interest, uh, Francis, were, were, were there any challenges or obstacles you faced during the citizen applicationship? Um, uh, and what advice would you give to others who were considering a similar journey? So the only challenge I had was because it was COVID and lockdown, you have to get three signed references. So we had to do all of that by post. Uh, and I used, as I've been working in Ireland for 15 years now, I use three colleagues from work, so you have to do all that by post. Other than that, it's really just have all your papers in order, bank statements, marriage certificates, birth certificates, all those sort of bits of paper uh, in order, and get it all neatly um, organized and sending it off um, mm-hmm. and hoping it you know, gets turned around. Mine took two and a half years, I think. Some of that was, or two and three quarter years. Some of that was down to the COVID lockdown. Right. Yeah. I believe the process is a little bit quicker now. What about your family in Britain? What do they make of your decision? Oh, they think it's wonderful and fabulous. But my mum is still alive. She's 93. And uh, she thinks, you know, you know, it's a really, really good move for myself. Um, she's, she was actually over here in the spring. She came over for a week to visit. Um, and she knows she's looking forward to coming back and seeing, you know, what, what's is a different chance is when I come back and see you, you're an Irish citizen. So she'll be back next spring when, when the weather's a little bit better. And she's looking forward to doing that. On a lighter note, Francis, can you share any interesting cultural or personal experiences that have stood out to you since you moved to Ireland? I think culturally, I think, uh, you know, the, the community in Wexford, I lived in, in central London, and although you've got rows and rows of front doors just outside your own front door, you don't really get to know people. And where we, where we live uh, just outside Bunclody, I've got to know people for a long while while I was uh, my wife's husband, the British husband, um, and then slowly I acquired my own name, which is always quite fun. Um, and people, you know, you get, you get to recognise, you get involved in activities locally um, and get sort of engaged in things that are going on, which I've really enjoyed. So you're very much a, a planner, aren't you? You've got great vision. And you, you talked in detail to us a few moments ago about the Blood Bike Southeast. That is a wonderful mm. community initiative. Have you future plans and aspirations now that you're becoming an Irish citizen? Um, I haven't got anything particularly just yet. I'm, I'm still working on a few ideas in that respect uh, one thing i do do as a hobby is i do wood turning um and up to date i've uh, typically do wood turning sales for uh st vincent de paul the bunclody um chapter there um, but hoping to do more things like that getting more you know supporting the community where i can and getting you know um yeah. working with the people around me for that well i'm going to make a request uh, you are the, the first builder of a passive house in ireland will you will you let me come and visit it and see what it's like at close quarters because we have a major push here in a, in a feature called ours to protect i'd love to see what the house is like can i you, can, you, can i you can i blag an invite you absolutely can do get it organized uh, give, give us a shout uh, after yeah. the call here and you're most welcome to come and look around and we'll I'll walk you through i could be very nerdy on detail i do warn you <laughs> the information I have here in front of me says you're going up an elevator as a UK citizen and coming down as a proud Irish citizen. Is that a fair assessment today? I, I think that's a very good assessment. I, I know my good lady wife wrote that. No, I think that's very true. We're, we're in the convention centre here in Dublin for the event. It's not in Killarney this year. Um, and I'm looking forward to jumping in a taxi fairly shortly and going over there and, uh, as you say, going up and down an escalator, which I'm looking forward to. Enjoy the chat, Francis. Have a lovely day. Thanks very much for your time, Alan. Speak to you soon. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Southeast.